I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about can I get my ex back after begging and pleading? Oh, don't break up with me. Don't break up with me. What will I do without you? Yeah. It happens. It happens all the time. Your instinct is to automatically try and get that person to work it out with you, to stay with you. It's just the way we're wired, right? Right. We are, as human beings, we bond and we attach to our loved ones. And so, it, our loved ones mean safety for us. Right. And when we feel safe with them, obviously we feel terrified without them. Yes. And our, our way of being just feels like our whole life is threatened. Our very existence is threatened. Without that person, wow. Yeah. And it's hardwired into us, okay? So it's not so bad when you do it. And we've all been there. Many people beg. So, even if you have begged and pleaded with your ex, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't have a shot. And people ask us this all the time because most people in a state of panic beg and try and convince that person to stay. Particularly, I think, if it's a shock. If you think everything's okay, and then suddenly you hear on a given day when you had no idea mm -hmm. that this relationship is ending, even though, you know, you may have had some clues, but suddenly on the spot, you're shocked. Yeah, yeah. So I got a short email that says, Hello, Craig and Margaret. I just wanted to say thanks for all the wonderful videos. I can't wait to do a Skype coaching with both of you in the near future. I am a little scared that my situation is hopeless, though. Like many people, I did a lot of begging and pleading with my ex. He got so annoyed, he blocked me and deleted me from Facebook. Is it possible to get an ex back after you've already begged? Please help. Mm. Yeah. So, of course, when you're in this situation, you feel like you've made a bad situation worse. Right. And the key is to understanding, okay, I gotta stop the bleeding. I don't wanna keep making this even worse. Right. Right? And a lot of times you look back at what you did and you feel maybe embarrassed. Sure. Or ashamed. Right. And you're like, I can't believe I did that. Like, here's how vulnerable I really was. I couldn't have, I couldn't have done that. I can't believe yeah. I did that, right? And so you're beating yourself up when most people would handle it the same way. And you've got to be more accepting of that, okay? Um, and, you know, it's not easy to be vulnerable. No, it's not. No, it's not. And so when you're putting yourself in that position where you're literally begging somebody to stay with you and work it out, it's like, oh my gosh. You, you look at yourself and you're like, this oh, feels horrible. Oh, I didn't horrible. do that, did I? Yeah. Because... Obviously, you've put them 
in a position where they have the upper hand. All the power. And you are just vulnerable and exposed and embarrassed and scared. And then what's one of the hardest things about getting into a relationship? That every time you do, um, you have this possibility. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, is that you oftentimes are so anxious and you're so scared that you don't even have any self-control. Right. And you just feel completely overwhelmed with anxiety and you keep doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it because you don't know what else to do. And what happens? Your ex becomes more rigid. Yeah. The more you beg, the more rigid they become. Mm -hmm. Right. And the more turned off they get. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times if you're in this position and you're in total shock, it doesn't give you any forewarning to where you can defend yourself or have any defenses. Yes. Right? Yes. I thought maybe you could talk about that a little bit. Not having any defenses? Yeah. That's not a good way to be. But if you're shocked and panicked and in, like, primal panic like your mother just mm -hmm. left you, you're not going to be able to think logically. And usually for a period of time after a breakup like that, you can't think logically. And you know, some of that depends on your other losses and what your attachment style is, but it can be a totally overwhelming experience where you do all sorts of stuff that embarrasses you. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, and the only thing you can do is pick yourself up, brush yourself off, and start all over again. Yeah, you gotta try and stop it from getting worse. Now Craig, I've heard you explain what's the right way to do it. Okay. Would you do that again? Sure. When somebody breaks up with you, you don't want to continually reach out and, and chase after them and try and convince them to change their mind. Okay, that's what your instinct is going to tell you to do. You're right. going to be in this state of primal panic where you feel tremendous amounts of anxiety to the point where you feel like you're dying without this person. And I'll even apologize for stuff I'm not sure I did. Yeah, or stuff you didn't do. Or stuff you didn't you're do. Yeah. You'll say and anything. do anything to try and get that person back. But you really want to respect that decision and show them that you are emotionally strong and can survive without them. And that can be really challenging and can be a struggle to get to that place. But that's where you gotta get. Because if you continue to reach out, they're gonna get tired, they're gonna get annoyed, they're gonna get frustrated, they're gonna lose respect for you. It's not gonna make them want you more. It's gonna make them want you less. So what should you say? Well, if in what situation? If somebody's already broken up with you? Well, um, you're breaking up with me. Okay. So if I'm breaking up with you, what do you say? If you feel like, if you haven't been broken up with yet, mm -hmm. then you say, okay, well, you know, I, I respect your decision. You know, I do love you. I do care about you. But I also want you to be with somebody that makes you happy. And if you're not happy with the way things are, you know, I understand. Great. And and just say, you know, let me know if you change your mind. Okay. Um, but can we be friends? Well, I don't think that's going to work for me. I can't be just friends with you. I, I need more than that. Okay. And that's a great way to put that because that's how a lot of people kind of get out of the conversation. Can we be friends? No. I want, I want 
a real relationship with you or I prefer not to have contact. Yeah, that's not going to work for me. Yeah. How nicely put. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes you might know these things if you sense the breakup coming on. you got to yeah. prepare yourself. Yeah. A lot of times you don't have that luxury. Yes, and it's not anything we want to look at. But mm -hmm. if you do get some warnings, it's a good idea to think about it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to figure out how you're going to handle the situation. Right. But you got to respect yourself. And you got to realize that if somebody doesn't want you in their life, you have to respect that and you have to say, okay, you don't have to like it, but you don't certainly want to keep trying to force somebody to be with you. It's not going to work. Right. So even if you have done those things, it doesn't mean your situation is hopeless. Your ex remembers a lot more about you than you're begging and pleading. They're not just going to focus on it and fixate on it like you are. Because you did it, you're focused on, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. It's not helping your situation, but it's certainly not going to be the end of the world. Right. Now, if you continue to you know, harass them or stalk them, get caught driving past their house, which I've seen quite a bit. Yes. I've, seen, I've had people get caught looking in their ex's window. Oh. Oh, by the neighbor, yeah, yeah, and and I mean, you know, you don't want to put yourself in that position where obviously you can make it from go from bad to, to worse, worse. Yeah. and you don't want to do that. Okay, you gotta, you know, control yourself. You gotta try and find a way to keep the situation from getting worse, and focus on yourself until they realize, you know, what you meant to them and how the relationship may not have been as bad as they thought or that the relationship is give them salvageable. some space give them some time yes. absolutely yes. absolutely okay. so great that's yes. helpful what's the right way we have yes, to remember to do the right that's way. right and it's even though you may have begged and pleaded it doesn't mean that you won't have another opportunity yes that's true but you have to try and correct things before it gets worse right Okay, so if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, I do Skype coaching, and if you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also here for Skype coaching. Yes, and I would love to hear from you if you'd like to sign up with me. She's got over 35 years of experience. That's a lot of years. Yeah, as an actual professional. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with a real degree. In the field, <laughs> yes. So, if you like the video, put a, a like on there, a thumbs up. We appreciate it. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. Hi, I'm Coach Margaret a relationship coach and a psychotherapist with 35 years experience. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me to get professional help on your situation. Go to AskCraig.net to sign up for a personal coaching with me.